Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. It is 3-0. Rangers leading the Diamondbacks in Game 3 of the World Series. It's in the sixth inning. The series, of course, is tied 1-1. Final minute of the first half, Monday Night Football. Lions lead the Raiders 9-7. Raptors trailing the Trailblazers 88-87 with three minutes left in the fourth quarter there. In the NHL, third period, Panthers and Bruins 2-2. Hurricanes up 3-2 on the Flyers late. Ducks and Penguins are tied at three. Kraken and Lightning starting overtime tied at three. Early in the third, Raiders and Jets still 1-1. Both goals in that game were scored late in the first period. Islanders lead the Red Wings 2-zip early in the third. Second intermission in Dallas. Stars and Blue Jackets in a 2-2 tie. Later, Habs at Golden Knights, and the Coyotes will entertain Chicago. All right. Well, uh, quite a year. Quite a year for the U of A football team. It's not over, but they have been able to do something that the uh, program hasn't done since 2005, and that's host a playoff game. And a big reason that that's happening is because of their quarterback, Eli Hetlinger, who joins us for the second time this season. Eli, welcome back to the show. How's it going? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Well, if you get interviewed, uh, it probably means you're doing something right, right? So take that as a positive, even if uh, you're trying to get some rest and relaxation tonight. What, what, when you have a night off like this, I think usually you guys practice in the evening. Uh, do, will you watch Monday Night Football? Do you catch up on school? What, do, what are you doing, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I was uh, just before this, I was doing some, some schoolwork and making sure I stay on top of that. And then uh, after this, I'll probably watch some film and get ready for a game here on uh, Saturday. All right. Well, le- before we look ahead, let's let's just kind of reflect on the season. Um, you in passing yards for game, you were you were third in Canada West, 242 yards. Um, I mean, you had a lot of great receivers, a lot of great weapons on offense, uh, and I believe you guys scored over 30 points per game, which is pretty impressive. Uh, what? Why? What? What led to the offense being so potent this year? Uh, just it all starts up front. Uh, the five guys you've had up front played uh, have been playing exceptional all year. Um, Coach Morris and Coach Peter Kajuska have uh, done a great job with them. And anytime you got a good O line, your running back Matthew Peterson's had an amazing year. Um, being able to run the ball for us as well, and and then yeah, it helps us as well in the passing game. Defense has gotten us the ball back and given us lots lots of opportunities to make plays. So it's been a team effort. So I know you guys kind of started well, but and look, a lot of the things that have happened with the U of A program and some of the tough years, I know you weren't there for, but you're aware of the history of it. When did it sort of start to click where you guys felt like, yeah, we're for real? Uh, we, we believed we were, we were a good team at the start of the year. Um, we kind of had an internal belief 
based off all the hard work we've put in not only last off season but uh, a bunch of previous off seasons to that and it just kind of gave us confidence to go into the year knowing that we've prepared to, to play in big games which we've played in a lot in this year and, and yeah we've, we believe from the beginning so all right. Well, that, that's uh, that's awesome stuff. And I, I'm hoping you can expand a little bit more on your running back as well, Matthew Peterson, who was on this show earlier as well. Over 1,100 rushing yards. I'm going to remind people, you guys only play eight games. Uh, what can you say about Peterson? Yeah, he's a, he's a phenomenal athlete. Um, he's worked incredibly hard over the off season, just getting his body right and, and, and his mind right to attack this season. Uh, he's an amazing guy in the locker room, a leader. Like he, he helps a lot of the young guys out, and he's a guy that a lot of people uh, look up to and want to emulate. And he's a guy that definitely makes my life and the offense's life easier, uh, knowing you can give the ball to a guy like that who's explosive and could uh, could score anytime he touches it. So uh, he's a he's a phenomenal athlete, a phenomenal player, leader, and man. And he's gonna, he's going to be playing football for a long time here, even after this time here with the Bears. I, I, both your losses were to UBC this year. Yes, that's correct. So, but how how what do you think the gap is between you guys and them? Uh, you know they they had a good game plan uh, coming in, uh, and then last game uh, I didn't I didn't have my best game. I'll take that on me. The offense wasn't able to produce. Our defense hold uh, held their team to to twenty three points, and and that's all you can really ask of a defense when they go up against a talented group like them. So, uh, we just haven't played a complete game against them yet, and. Uh, yeah, well, they they got us here, and and we'll. Uh, that's that was the regular season, but now it's the playoffs, and you know uh, we got Saskatchewan to to look forward to now. So all right, and you passed. Sorry, and and you beat Saskatchewan twice during the season, twenty six, twenty two, and twenty three, twenty. Um, you have not the Bears have not beaten Saskatchewan three times in one season since 1969. Now, obviously, they don't always play each other three times, but you got a chance to make a little bit of history there. Give us a scouting report of the Huskies. Yeah, they're uh, they're a talented group of young men. They got uh, big physical guys on both sides of the ball, and they're a disciplined team and a well coached. So, uh, similar to the the UBC thing, I said uh, the regular season now is behind us. It's it's a thing of the past, and everyone's record's now zero zero. So we're going into this game. Preparing, preparing against a, a very talented opponent, and it's zero zero. So, we're, we're, that's how we're approaching it. What What does it mean to have home field advantage in this game? Tell me a little bit about playing with foot field. Sun's going to be going down. Maybe it's going to be cooling off a little bit for that game on Saturday. Yeah, uh, being able to play at home is huge. Uh, not having to take the long drive up to Saskatchewan uh, as a plus. The those buses always seem to give you some weird pain or another but um yeah just being able to play at home on a field that uh you know you practice on and play on uh, and just something you're comfortable with uh definitely helps but again uh, we we're gonna have to continue to prepare hard against a good opponent if we want to get the result we want all right, uh, Eli Hetlinger, U of A quarterback, joining us tonight on Inside Sports. I'm curious. I know you guys watch a lot of film, films of yourselves, films of your op- opponent. Do you watch any pro quarterbacks uh, or just even when you're watching a game yourself? Are there any quarterbacks you, you like to watch uh, that you think you're similar to or just to try to learn from? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of watch them to learn from them. Those guys, obviously, they're professionals for a reason, so uh, they're, they're – um, you know, above where I am right now, but uh, some guys I like to to watch down here in Canada. I, I really like to watch uh, Trey Ford, obviously, because I got to got to know him uh, over the summer, and 
Chad Kelly's good too. Zach Calero, so kind of three guys I, I like watching. Uh, and then down south, uh, I found myself to be quite the Joe Burrow fan recently. So I've been following him. He had a good game there against San Francisco over the weekend, so that was good to, to watch him do that. Yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow, a very good uh, quarterback. Obviously, has, has already played in a, in a Super Bowl for the Bengals as well, which is pretty interesting. Okay, Eli, uh, thanks for checking in. I mean, the Bears are a great story this year, and, and I hope you guys are able to keep it going here against Saskatchewan. So I'm going to be uh, plugging the game all week, 5 o'clock on uh, Saturday, and I'm going to remind people the Golden Bears football team are not up against an Oilers game. The Oilers play at 1 in the afternoon, so uh, uh, a chance to watch a, a big uh, Canada West football playoff game as well after you see the Oilers on Saturday. Oh, by the way, did you watch the Heritage Classic? And if so, what did you think? Or were you watching football all day? Uh, I, I didn't get the chance. I had an assignment I had to, to kind of fire through, and we had some film we were going over, but I saw it was a 2-5 game, and uh, congratulations to the Oilers. It was it was nice to see them beat Calgary and uh, Commonwealth there. It looked like a lot, uh, good crowd. Yeah, huge crowd for sure. Okay, Eli, thanks for doing this, man. All the best on the weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Eli Hetlinger, quarterback for the U of A Golden Bears football team. They're 6-2. and two. They play the 5-3 and three Saskatchewan Huskies, 5 p.m. footfield on Saturday. Uh, by the way, I should mention from uh, Canada West football, maybe you've, uh, you've seen some of this. Uh, online here over the last couple days this crazy finish between Manitoba and Calgary so what happened was Calgary messed up at the end of the game and they fumbled and Manitoba scored with no time on the clock and then got a two point convert and you're thinking what a dramatic win for Manitoba no they still lost the game they lost the game 35-23, but they got within the point differential that they needed to make the playoffs and knock, lock Calgary out. This popped up in my Twitter feed, and then I, I saw more about it. So Manitoba is running around like they won the game, which they didn't. <laughs> which they didn't. But they got within the point differential they needed to make the playoffs uh, ahead of the Calgary Dinos. So just an absolute uh, wild f- finish there. So Calgary got uh, got knocked out, and uh, and Manitoba made it, even though Calgary beat them in their final game. They wound up not winning by enough points because they messed up at the very end of the game. Anyway, uh, Bears didn't need to worry about that. They're second in Canada West. UBC was also 6-2. and two. Manitoba's 3-5. and five. They're going to play. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply play UBC. All right, 780-496-0063. We'll catch up on some of your messages when we get back. It's Inside Sports on Chet. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chet. Oh, appreciate you tuning in tonight. So wait, we may make that a, a new a new game we do on the show every once in a while, Kellen. Who's older? I like it. We had uh, Tom Brady or Tiger Woods. Tiger mm-hmm. Woods is older. Ben Affleck or Matt Damon. 
Matt Damon's older. Yep. Mick Jagger or Paul McCartney. McCartney's older, 81. Jagger's 80. Mm-hmm. And Macaulay Culkin or Britney Spears. Mm. Culkin's 43. Spears is 41. You know Macaulay Culkin? He was in uh, Home Alone. Yes. And Home Alone 2. Was he in Home Alone 3? No. There was a third one, though, wasn't there? Was there was a third one. It was a different kid. That's what we should have done for a trivia question, is just name another movie Macaulay Culkin was in. Richie Rich. Well, was he? Yes. <laughs> I should know that. I probably rented it out of Blockbuster. Now I'm looking up his filmography. The Oilers did not practice today. They will practice tomorrow. They will get ready for the Dallas Stars on Thursday night at uh, Rogers Place. Now, the Oilers did win a home game. That was a home game yesterday, but they have still not won a game at Rogers Place this season. So now they'll uh, they'll try to do that. Uh, oh, Uncle Buck, of course. Oh, uh, he's of course. got that famous scene in Uncle Buck. My girl, I should have known that. Uh, the good son. He played that. That was kind of a creepy one. He was like this creepy kid. Mm. And uh, he was last in a movie called Changeland in 2019. Uh, so the Oilers will try to win, get, win a game at Rogers Place against the Dallas Stars and then that matinee against Nashville on uh, Saturday to close out this four-game homestand. 780-496-0063. What do we have, buddy? Oh, text. We got a lot of uh, Heritage Classic feedback here. And Good. So we'll uh, wrap up tonight with everybody's comments on that. We've got Cowtown Bob text again. Says, hi, Reed and Kellen. I enjoyed the trip to Edmonton on the weekend and enjoyed the friendly hospitality from the people people of Edmonton. The stadium was great transformed to a hockey rink, but the game was a little disappointing as the Oilers were clearly superior to the Flames. He puts in parentheses. Uh, I was hoping that game ended in a shootout. Hopefully the victory yesterday by the Oilers will get them going in the right direction and challenge for first place. Well, Chelsea asked me that earlier. Will this turn the Oilers' season around? I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes from there. I I think at some point the Oilers' season was going to get better and hopefully will continue to get better. Tough opponent coming up on Thursday with the Dallas Stars. But if if they do better from here on out, then I guess people will say uh, uh, people will say that that was the turnaround. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick shout out to uh, our chopper guy, Jackson McNulty, who texted the show tonight, uh, says that he was flying over Commonwealth on uh, for Global on Friday, and he sent us a couple of clips of uh, some people when they were testing the ice out on Friday night and that stuff. And yeah, all weekend, Global TV had just amazing aerial shots of the stadium, you know, uh, even on Saturday, getting ready and, and, and game time on Sunday as well. So shout out to those guys all weekend. The one thing they had on Friday, I think it was around 5 o'clock was the media skate, which oh, cool. I did not take part in. I'm not even sure if I have a pair of skates anymore, uh, but obviously I, I'm kind of at work during those hours. But, yeah, they limited who could go on the ice. They just had the one practice for each team. The Oilers went at 4.30 on Saturday, had a family skate after. Flames went at 6.30 on Saturday, and then the game on Sunday. No alumni game, as I know. I know some people are unhappy about that, but there was no alumni game. Right, right. Uh, Dawson texts in and says, Reed, do you see the Oilers leaving Hyman, Nugent, Hopkins, Kane as a line and going Holloway, McDavid, Brown, McLeod, Dreisaitl, Janmark, Ryan Fogel, or Ryan and, F- and Fogel as a, 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 a line or even having them float? Okay. That, I don't know, I don't know, if, I ca- I don't know if I caught all those combinations, but the, the first question was, well, yes, I think you got to leave Nugent, Hopkins, Kane and Hyman together, at least for the time. I mean, the lines change all the time, uh, as we know. But I thought that was a good line. I mean, Kane was 
quite physical, did take a couple penalties. If you heard Mac T on Oilers Now a couple of hours ago, he said he didn't mind that early penalty by Kane just to kind of run a guy and say, hey, I'm I'm here tonight. Um, yeah, and then what was uh, – McDavid and Drysaddle were together with Fogle. Um, I, I still kind of think, and I, I know there was a caller that disagreed with me last week who said he doesn't like Holloway's game. I still would like to see Holloway get some time with – a higher-end offensive player or two at some point. And yes, I know he is one of the guys that doesn't have a point and hasn't scored. And I know at some point you probably want Connor Brown up there. Um, but just because of Holloway's size and speed, I, would, I wouldn't mind him uh, maybe getting a look with Dreisaitl or McDavid at some point. But Fogel had earned that opportunity. And I think after a win, when you play that well against Calgary, I, I don't think they'll shuffle the lines for... Thursday. Now, we don't know exactly how bad Yanmark is hurt either, so we'll probably get more information on that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, got one here from Double E Dave. Says, hey guys, I loved uh, being in person at the stadium last night, and I thought that that was Evander Kane's best game as an Edmonton Oiler. Thoughts? Uh best game this year. I mean, he had did have a hat trick in a playoff game against Calgary. That was pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah, best game this... Because Kane didn't start well, right, the first four or five games. He was very noticeable last night for sure. By the way, I, I know we had that story in our newscast about... What was it, Kellen, about the lineups and some of the stuff at the stadium? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, I, I, as I, I don't experience that when I go to games like this. I guess I, Commonwealth was pretty crowded when I went to mm. Def Leppard a little over a year ago. Yeah. Um, and I, but how, I, I always wonder, like, w- when people say, well, I had to wait in line and it was crowded and I didn't like that, but how much of that is just a normal part of going to an event with over 50,000 people? Right. So, now, I'm not saying maybe there weren't problems. I, 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 somebody told me they ran out of popcorn somewhere. I, I don't know. So, yes, I'm not saying it's perfect, but if you go somewhere with that many people, you are going to have to wait. There, there will be lineups. I think it would be unreasonable to think that you could just walk through the same way you could walk through a yeah. junior B game with 200 people. Yeah, I think like what I experienced yesterday was uh, coming from the pregame concert. Uh, the beaches were playing over at Clark Stadium, so I go went to go uh, check them out, and then uh, we walked over from Clark Stadium uh, to the Commonwealth Stadium, and there was a separate entrance for those who attended the concert to go through and and, and scan their tickets and that stuff because we had already done the security screening when we walked into the concert uh, uh, field. Right. So okay, yeah, and the, the the line was there was a line, but it, it went quickly. It was okay. So uh, you know, different people had different experiences at different uh, entrances, I believe. So, but uh, yeah, uh, having attended events with fifty. Uh, 50,000 plus uh, people in the States and that stuff, Reed, I 100% agree. When you get that many people in that confined of a space, you're going to have... not everything's going to go swimmingly. Yeah, unfortunately. You know? but Unfortunately, but there you yeah, go. I mean, I, I'm, not saying, I, I'm not saying people don't have valid complaints. I'm just saying, you know, sometimes when I hear people say, well, I had to wait in line. Well, of course you have to wait in line. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to wait in line sometimes at the post office to send a package off, right? So, What's a know. post office is what a lot of young people are saying right <laughs> exactly, now. Exactly. Anyway. Right? 
Uh, is there anything else you want to hit me with before we go? Yeah, a quick one from Kevin. He just texted it. says he won tickets off of the radio station to the Heritage Classic, and his daughter and him went yesterday, and it was awesome. Thank you very much again. That's from Kevin. Kevin, we're glad you enjoyed it. Oh, good. Tickets. Some of the tickets so. we gave away here on Chet. Exactly. Okay. That's awesome. Appreciate that, guys. So tomorrow, uh, yeah, Oilers practice at 11. Stoff will have Oilers now from 5 to 7. Inside Sports will be with you from 7 to 8. Kelly Rudy will be on the show tomorrow. Just quickly here, uh, I want to get a couple scores out to you. Bruins did beat the Panthers 3-2 in overtime. Seattle gets a win. 4-3 in overtime on the road against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Rangers and Jets are now 2-2 with about 6 minutes left in the third. It is still 3-0 for Texas over Arizona in the World Series game. Uh, That's in the seventh inning. The Monday Nighters, 16-7 for the Lions leading the Raiders. That's about a minute into the second half, and the Raptors have lost 99-90 to the Portland Trailblazers. Trailblazers' first win of the year. Raptors are stuck with just one win. Big thanks to Dave Campbell. He's the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer this evening. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. 